you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. y'all we are doing it again it is open bar talk episode 67 the dopest bartending podcast in the streets uh i am your host jim search you can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com go on all social media find me at jim search i make branding super easy for you if you want to find this show you can open bar talk at gmail.com open bar talk across all the platforms email us follow us we follow you back that is how the show works now where do you find the show Everywhere. That is where you can find it. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Underneath the trunk, uh, wherever it is that you find a pod, is where you can find this motherfucking show. Now, I can tell you this. I've done 60, this is now our 67th episode, but this one is special, as they all are, but this one's extra special because I have two of my favorite bartenders on the show, and I'm very excited for them to tell us all about the worlds that they lived in. The Nick Nolte. And Eddie Murphy of the bartending world, the uh, Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson, the uh, Mel Gibson minus the anti-Semitism, and uh, Danny Glover of the bartending universe, Ralph Andradas and KP are in the building again. How are you guys? What's going on? Let's talk Jim, about what's it. going on, man? What's thank so you. For, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us here at uh, Jim Jam Studios, where there's nothing but illustrious guests. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Really happy to be here. Uh, happy to be here with my main man, Big Money Ralph, in the building. How you doing mm. today, Ralph? Doing well, doing well. Oh, well. I'm honored to have both of y'all. I'm with two of my favorite dudes right now. This is great. <sighs> we're going we're gonna to chop it up, man. You have been on this podcast individually. You have brought your own stories of crazy shit that you've seen uh, separately. But you two have worked together and have seen collectively uh, a, a lion's share of bartending insanity, right? This is true. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, I think it would do us uh, a good a good starting point to figure out how, you know, we, we talked about this on the trailer uh, before this episode, but I feel like since both of y'all are here, we can jump back to it. But, like, let's talk about how y'all met up and how y'all came together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um so, like I said on the uh, the trailer episode, uh, you know, I've known Ralph for a very long time uh, as a friend. We've grown to become brothers and business partners. Uh, but I don't even know if Ralph exactly knows the story of how I came into the fold with uh, this particular group of bars. But um, so, you know, I grew up in the hood near Fourth uh, Avenue Pub, and you know, in the hood, we don't really celebrate St. Patrick's Day like that. So one of my boys called me, and he's like, yo, man, uh, you're like the only dude I know who actually goes to, like, bar bars, not just clubs and lounges. What are you doing for St. Patrick's Day? And I was like, actually, nothing. You want to meet me at Fourth Avenue Pub? So he's like, yeah, cool. So we show up. I get there. Uh, the opening bartender is about to leave. And I'm like, dude, it's kind of late. Like, you're still here at 11. He's like, the other bartender showed up late whatever, whatever, can you order me a Guinness? I'm going to run downstairs and count money. He's like, yeah, I got you. So he comes back up, and he's like, yo, where's my Guinness? I'm like, dude, I don't even have a drink. He's like, look (laughs) look at your boy. And he's like, oh, man. And let's just say this bartender in particular was uh, not Irish, but he partied like he was, especially on St. Patrick's Day. Showed up two hours late, blackout drunk, so the opening bartender had to get back behind the bar. Like, I'm talking, this dude is staring at me and is like staring through me, doesn't recognize me. That, that was just with him the night before. That level of drunk. That level of drunk. At for the start of his shift. That doesn't yeah. that doesn't bode well. Not at all. I would think having never worked in a bar, let's say you get to the point where you're about to black out, but you're towards the end of the shift. You can probably take a knee and run oh, the clock. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like you can't uh, start off the game uh, broken. You can't show up in a fourth quarter. <laughs> like that's, that's, not how any, that's not how any of this works Never seen it work out well No, mm-hmm. not, and it did not work out well for this guy uh, So he's drunk Opening bartender, jumps in And then uh, he goes downstairs again Comes back up, and the owner was downstairs In the basement, in the office And he's like, yo, KP, so-and-so wants to speak to you downstairs And 
as someone who's just a regular in a bar, being told the owner wants to chat with you in the office, like I felt like I was getting uh, sent to the principal's office. Sure, sure. And I'm like kind of terrified because the night before I was at their other location smoking weed and it was like a zero tolerance drug policy thing. Right. So I thought they like saw me on cameras and I was going to really get like 86. So I go downstairs and the owner's like, hey, man, do you have a cigarette? And I was like, I don't. He's like, I need a cigarette for this conversation. And I'm like, fuck, all right, here we go. So he leaves to go get cigarettes. I'm just downstairs in the office, you know, just mind cold racing. Cold sweating. Cold sweating, just like. Like, this is it. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm done here. <laughs> so he comes back, and he's like, do you want a cigarette? And I'm like, well, yeah, now I do. I feel like I'm facing the firing squad. Like, Is that also when you started smoking? Was that it? Uh, well, weed was the night before, but <laughs> cigarettes this time. Yes. Uh, so he's, like, taking a few puffs, and he's like, do you want to bartend here? And I'm like, what? That's what you wanted to ask me? <laughs> like, this is the weirdest job interview. Like, normally it's like you come in, then they give you a call back. It was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll take it. Or they offer you a job just like, we'd really love for you to come on to the staff. Or, you know, exactly. Right? It's, it's usually. There's no buildup. No, it's a little more serene than that. Mm. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, and then, so yeah, we go upstairs <laughs> and, you know, it's still busy. He, He's like, dude, I'm firing this guy on the spot. Fires that bartender, and uh, that's when I came on board. And then from there, moved up. Yeah. Yeah, and honestly, I'm remembering uh, when this guy asked me, like, hey, man, what do you think about uh, KP working here? I was like, why would you even ask? Does he want to? Like, (laughs) let's let's do this. Of course. Which, I mean, it makes sense, though, because a lot of times when you have, like, a regular at a bar, they could be a very skilled bartender, but, you know, like, you view them in a different light. So it could sure. have easily been like not the greatest decision, but apparently it was. And uh, also the homie who got fired was, I'm not going to name names, but you would definitely know him because he was the guy that child support called the bar I looking know that for. Guy. Yeah. So yeah. And not, not the greatest dude. He was also the guy who would claim that he got robbed like twice a week going home, which was like, dude, I, like, you guys remember different strokes, right? And it was the, the mm-hmm. gooch that you never saw him, but Arnold was always terrified of the gooch. And I feel like this dude was making up this, like, invisible bully and probably just passing out on the street, and the same person would see him pass out at 530 and just take his wallet. Who would be like, oh, I look, that's probably the- correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it's like, oh, look, it's the white ATM passed yes. out again. <laughs> Yeah. Time to, time I don't to doubt withdraw. that someone stole his wallet. No, I don't no. doubt that but one they, bit. Have you seen a dude? I don't think there out. was much effort required. No, it was like, well, well, Wells Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at so, who we have here. So, yeah, from uh, from that point on, I, I started bartending and then eventually became a uh, manager and then uh, became a partner. Mm. So, you, it, yeah. Uh, go ahead. You were going to say something? I'm just I'm verifying that that's exactly how it went. <laughs> that yeah. is that is the story. All right, yeah. good, good, good. Real time fact checking on only on the open bar talk. Yeah, is where we Ralph will say, you know what? That is true. There is yep. no fabrication. Is. That is the real deal. So, all right, well then, you know what? Let's uh, let's get into it, folks. Uh, you know, you guys uh, have worked together over the years, uh, and through that have accumulated uh, a, a lion's share of of debauchery and nonsense from behind the stick. So. Uh, what are some of those moments, man? Let's let's talk about these. Yeah, so I can start with one, and I want to just have a theme recognized about KP. <laughs> um, whenever I'm in a jam, it's like someone sends up the bat signal for KP. Okay. Every time I'm in trouble, this dude just shows up. I don't text him. I don't call him. But if I'm in a jam like that, boom, KP just just appears. So I don't know if that's like a, a power on your end that you have where you could just ascertain like, you know, Ralph's I mean, in a jam. I, I feel like that's the yin and yang of us because yeah. a lot of times when I'm in distress and I like roll into the bar or if even, you know, we're working together, Ralph is there to balance things out. So I'm glad that I can reciprocate that. Oh, but, uh, Yeah. I wonder what story, what, what, where are we yeah. going with this? Uh, yeah. So uh, this isn't going to, paint a very good picture of me i don't often <laughs> behave in this way but uh but it did happen so this I'm, is this is just the truth now i'm curious all right go uh, ahead so i was bartending one night and there was this woman that man i never noticed when people are like hitting on me whatever. like the fact that i noticed that she was coming on to me is a sign that she was probably crossing some kind of line 
you know, very aggressive and uh, and hammered. Just oh my god, yeah. Like I said, like you know, two a.m. drunk at like eight p.m. Like she was, yeah, very mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm held captive, right? Like I'm behind the bar. There's not much I can do. Yada yada. So I go down. I count out. I leave the bar, and I notice that she's following me. So I go to the bodega to kind of you know throw off my my trail. As bodegas are known to do. Yeah, yeah. It didn't happen. She <laughs> safe, she safe waited spaces. outside, and now. I'm in a committed, happy relationship, even if I wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I come out, and she starts screaming at me, like, you need to walk me home. I'm like, and now, to be fair, someone probably did need to walk her home. Right. But right. it's not going to be me. No. I'm not going to do that. So I'm like, no, no, no. You know what? I'll stand here. She's like, I live right over there. We could see her apartment. I'm like, I'll stand here. You walk home. I'll watch. And if anything happens, absolutely, right? Sure, sure. And she won't let it go. Now she's, like, grabbing me, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. And then I look to my left, and this is where, admittedly, not a great move. Bad Mm -hmm. friend move. I'm still in your pocket over this one. Uh, uh, In a big way, and I know that. Yeah. Fair, fair. Um, I look over, and I see KP walking down 4th Avenue. He sees me. He sees her. I can only imagine you know something is going on. I, you know what? It, I'd love to actually hear what was going through your mind at this point. Okay. So the picture has been painted. Uh, yeah. I mean, a, this woman is like, she's yeah. gesticulating wildly. It's like a but whole. Also, it's it's Fourth Avenue. So yeah. it's not, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's not that uncommon to see someone looking like, you know, the thing in front of a, a car lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Crazy, oh, very inflatable, accurate, flailing by the way. Army. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, man, Ralph's having a good time on the corner with that mystery lady. Uh, <laughs> and so I walk up. And I'm just like, uh, what's up, Ralph? And he goes, oh, hey. I'm like, what's up, dude? And he looks at her <laughs> and says, you know, I can't walk you home, but he can. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. And I'm walks off. Of it. Walk, and bounces. Honestly, one of the worst things I've ever done to one of my best friends in the world. But oh, my just... God. And now I'm standing there like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I was, I I was so just trying to go man. get some Cheez-Its from the bodega, but... Now here I Hello. am. Hello, and she's like, "I know you," and I'm like, "All right, cool, I guess." She's like, "So you're walking me home?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "There's a homeless guy that hangs out in like the basement entryway, and I'm afraid of him." And I'm like, "Well, I don't want to get pummeled by a bum." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What like, makes you think that I'm ready to die for your honor, Miss? And so we're like, "All right, whatever." So I end up walking her home. She was really nice, really, really, really cool, really chill. Uh, that was not my experience with this woman, by the way. But <laughs> well, you know, that's KP walks. You know, it's a whole different situation. You know what? I think it is. It's kind of like when you have a different person. There's like a different energy exchange. Yeah, yeah. And so, oh, now, it was you know definitely I mean? an energy exchange. It was an energy exit. Right. Well, yes. <laughs> like Ralph was just like, yeah, I'm out, and I'm like, all right. Great. I literally, and I, I, I didn't even say anything after that. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, he can do it. And then I walked away because I was just. Nope, he was I'm over good. it. There was yeah, th- nothing more I could deal so, with in that situation. Walk, walk her home. Uh, there was somebody staying in the like somebody was Airbnb, Airbnb in an apartment in the building she lived in, who was like sitting out front having a smoke. So the three of us just end up chatting for like an hour, and then the Australian uh, visitor, I guess, tourist lady, was like, "So are you guys like going to go upstairs and hang out?" I was like, "Uh, no." Not really. And then she's like, well, what I the have... fuck kind of question is that? <laughs> she's like, I think you guys should go hang out. And then the homegirl's looking at me like, well, and I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, God damn you, Ralph. So yeah. at this point, I'm in a cab on a shame spiral. Like, I can't <laughs> believe I behaved <laughs> in this way. I can't believe I did this to KP. He is my friend. Yeah. And I'm on a stoop being peer pressured to go hang out and have a beer. Right. So we, yeah. we, we go upstairs, we hang out, have a beer, chill for a minute. And I'm like, all right, I got to, you know, get out of here leave and then this is when the story really goes left because apparently she so i see ralph again and i'm like dude why'd you do that to me blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. talking to people doing a bar and apparently you know that game telephone where like <laughs> other people hear the story and then they sure. repeat it and yep, yep. it gets back to her and a completely different fashion of like me Shit talking her and this, that, and the third. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just really, really, really messy. 
Jesus. It was bad. Yeah. Very bad. And so, so wait a minute. So the telephone game, it, like the story, then became that. Well, she was mostly embarrassed about like being drunk and, and uh, having to get walked home. But then, like I said, her and I, we hung out. We had a beer. She was telling me all about her plants and how she's a plant mom or whatever. And, like, I mentioned that, but then it got misconstrued that I was calling her a crazy plant lady and, like, all this other wild stuff. And then she, like, uh, what? Yeah. Like, you got time for that? Uh, well, apparently she thought I did because I was working <laughs> at one of our other bars the night that she was in the bar and heard the, I guess, the voicemail from the telephone game. Okay. And yeah. then she called me on a real phone. And like, a real and just like railed into me, and I was just like, Ralph, how, like, yeah, no, this I, thing I, should have ended that day. The karmic <laughs> debt that I have, I know, I'm aware of it, and I, I will make it up to you. Uh, I don't so know how, good. like, I don't know how I could possibly make up that situation. Man, it is, it is all good, but that you know, just goes to show you, we always have each other's back. We indeed um, do. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, uh, yeah, another story for you guys. All right, let's go. You remember us. Uh, well, maybe a couple of years back, holiday season. I know uh, where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah. Guy, guy walks into a bar guy with a saw. Guy walks into a bar with a saw. Yeah. Which yeah. do you, you want to take the lead on that one? Which on paper yeah. sounds like a really fun joke, but isn't because it's real. Yeah, you may have ascertained by now that this is a story about a man pulling a saw out at a bar. <laughs> What's funny about that? I was going over this. So, well, so this is really the, the inspiration for this whole meetup right now. Jim had mentioned, like, you and KP should come on together. And I was like, man, I don't know. Do we have any stories together? Our jobs are so crazy that I had forgotten that when we were working together one time, a guy pulled a fucking saw on me. <laughs> on us. On us, really. Yeah. 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 Well, it was meant for you because I was – well, we'll, we'll, we'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling this story uh, a couple of days ago to another bartender. And he was like, yeah, man, but, like, what kind of saw? And that's like the million what kind dollar of question. saw wouldn't be a big deal. Well, what like, kind? What kind of what? Like, right, a seesaw, sure, but I mean, <laughs> right, like that's a big deal. Right, but okay. So let us ask you, Jim. Um, I hope you don't mind us. No, no, no. Asking you questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. What, what kind of saw? When you hear that story, like what's what kind the of immediate saw? picture? What kind of saw you do you have in your mind? I I have to go with because I feel like I was a wrestling kid that like hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, it's okay. the only okay. saw that I know is a hacksaw, sure. right? And oh, I know there's good, other man. saws. That is. There's like a handsaw. There's like a bandsaw, which is you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Can't really pull that out. But like my oh. instinct is that it's got to be a hacksaw. Which then follow up is like. How does one carry a hacksaw? We'll, sure. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Just remember, it's, it's holiday season, so yep. we will Important. get into all of that. Important yeah. piece. Uh, and right. also the person that we were talking to about that story a few days ago was like, was it like one of those big cartoon saws? <laughs> and I was like, that, see, you know, that's why you got to ask these questions. I would still Clarifying. be terrified, though. Oh, absolutely. Even if it's a cartoonish saw, I'm still right. it's a saw. Yeah, yeah. So, because we don't live in the Ozarks, <laughs> which is why that shouldn't be. A thing. I mean, I don't know. Fourth Avenue pub can get a little, little dicey sometimes, uh, especially Fourth Avenue lately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially Fourth Ave. Definitely a lot of meth faces rolling around. Yeah, which so, are in the Ozarks as well. So I guess that makes sense. Indeed, uh, like many bar stories, this starts with someone walking in like too drunk to be served. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's light out. I would. Say it's still happy hour, right? So again, this guy is like. Way drunk at let's 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 say three forty five. I remember the sun being out. You know. Oh yeah, he was he was dead. and it was winter time. So he was if the sun is still up in winter and you're drunk like that's or like your solstice smashed. Solstice smashed. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and, and KP will take over after this because it's really this is a story of your heroism. The guy walks up to order a drink, and I already know before he says anything, before he even says, you know, double vodka soda, I'm like, yeah, it's not going to happen. No. Uh, so he walks up, orders a drink, and I'm like, ah, oh, my man, I can just tell this, that's not a good decision for you to make. Not a good decision for me to make. Maybe next time, go, you know, I give him all the lines, whatever. Sure. Very unhappy. <laughs> Very unhappy. Very displeased. So... This is and a move that we know, you know, you kind of, you plant the seed, you tell them, like, I'm not going to serve you, and then you walk away. Because, you know, it might dawn on them, like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have a drink, maybe I should leave, but also, you know, nobody wants to walk out while you're looking at them. Then it becomes a competition, right? Like, sure. Like, yep. It's yep. not about yep. that. I want you to leave, I want homeostasis to return, I'm going to walk away, leave of your own accord, 
But yes. You know, yeah. And our lives will continue. So I walk away. It's pretty busy. So I start serving a couple drinks here and there. Da, da. And, uh, and that's when yeah. the man walks away to go to his bag. And KP can take it from here. Yeah. So as this is all unfolding, I see homeboy walk in. I'm like, oh, he's, he's super faded. And he, like, puts his bag down by a table. And is like, looking at the candle as if it was a shot. I thought he was going to try to drink it. He didn't. But he almost, like, knocked it over. And I'm like, eh. So I'm, like, giving Ralph the eye of, like, yo, yeah, I don't right, think we right. should. So that's when Ralph was like, yo, my man, it's not going to happen. And dudes, you know, obviously, like you said, displeased, highly upset, and isn't leaving. But Ralph is, you know, still uh, attending bar. So I'm watching, homie. I see him go to his bag. And he pulls out a saw. <laughs> he just pulls out a saw. <laughs> and is, like, just looking at it. And, you know, like, in movies where it's, like, that pivotal moment of, like, I got the power. Sure. What am I going to do? Like, he's just like, how villainous am I going to be today? <laughs> Who do I tie to the train tracks first? Right. Like, the level of commitment. Yes. So my, my old man was in law enforcement, right? Uh, a corrections officer. And he always told me, like, when somebody pulls something out, think about the level of commitment. They pull a knife on you. They, they're saying, I want to use a knife, you know? Sure. This fucking guy pulled out a saw. That's serious intent. In a bar in Brooklyn. Like, you... Which... And the thing with, like, and you have to think of, like, the conventions of how to use a saw, right? Precisely. Because, like, when you yeah. stab someone, that's very quick. Yeah. A when saw, you like, you saw, commit. You're, you, like, you have to. And they have that's to repetitive stick. motion. Yeah. yeah. And they have to stick around. They Well, I mean. That person is either subdued or, like, down with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, well, I guess my arm needs to go, right? So, what? Anyway. So this is what you meant when you said I was cut off? Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. I like it. Yeah. Well, I'm so here for it. I'm here I see it. homie. I'm like, all right. And thankfully, nobody else in the bar noticed because it's a busy, busy, like, uh, it's holiday season. So you got a lot of shoppers who are out, you know, they're buying stuff for their loved ones. And then you treat yourself to a drink or whatever. And so I'm like, all right, nobody's noticing because you don't want that. Like, you don't want no. someone else to realize because I know what's going to happen. Like, and for the listeners, hey, how you doing, guys? I'm very black. Uh, they're <laughs> going to see me, see him, right. and be like, oh, that black guy's going to save us. Yes. Like, that's not, not exactly. To but, be fair, that black guy did save us, just yeah. for the record. That's what I, mean, I, I, I kind of had but, to. Kinda but, had not, to. but you know what? Not in the way so, that they yeah. think it would have happened. Because yeah. they would have thought you were supposed to be like, hey, man, you ain't going to do that. <laughs> right. And then you were going to like, wow, bow. They were not like, privy to like the subtle nuances of how KP like defused that bomb and, and – and Well, I mean also what I didn't want was somebody being like, Oh, he's got a saw. Go get him. Yeah. And, right. you know, that one idiot yelling, like, I don't care how good of a magician he is. He can't saw all of us in half. Charge. <laughs> and I was like, nah, fam, that's not, that, not how this works. So <laughs> no. I walk over to him, and I just grab his wrist. I'm like, I don't think you want to do that. Right. And he's like, what? I'll do what? I was like, dude, time to go. He's like, why? I was like, you have a fucking saw <laughs> that you, you're brandishing. In a bar. And also, we asked you to leave before you it was, decided you to unsheathe. too much before you pulled the saw. Right. Now you're holding a saw. And now there's a saw and I have to debate you? This isn't yeah. mock trial. I'm not <laughs> debating you. Get the fuck out of here. So I walk him outside, and he's like, I just don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, hey, man, do you want a cigarette? He's like, actually, I do. Because there's, like, a very small, like, two-minute window when you're mm -hmm. dealing with a very mm -hmm. drunk person, for you to be able to get through to them. Right. And if you miss that window, like, forget it. It's like, that's when all hell breaks loose. And I was able to catch him in that moment. And, you know, he's having a cigarette. And I'm like, so, how's it going? Happy holidays. And he's like, yeah, I just came from work. I've been, you know, cutting down Christmas trees or whatever. And I was like, okay. Now this makes sense why you have a saw. Why you right. pulled it out at the bar. That's anybody between tips. you and God. I, I, exactly. <laughs> That's really whoever your God is, right? Uh, or none. Maybe that's between you and, and the 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 darkness that lives. Or you and the last bar you were at that you got so fucking drunk at, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. And it wasn't until you got cut off that you remembered. Oh shit, I got a saw. Well, so and this, like, and I, you know, and this I think comes back to just so much of like, and you guys have probably seen it. Where just like you see someone make a decision, and you're like, okay, 
what do you think the next step is? Because yeah. it's so myopic, right? Because like dude pulls out a saw and you have to collectively be like, so I'm now supposed to serve you? Like Right, we, like we, this is not I, <laughs> like what what yeah. do you think I'm supposed I, to do next? Well to be fair, maybe he was gonna barter. <laughs> you know what? And you like, know, come on, man. Yeah. This speaks to KP's fairness. Yeah. What if like, could have come on man, a, I just really is a brand new I'll saw. I'll trade you a saw for a screwdriver. Ah, listen, KP is firing and I'll sell. This is, he's shooting out the lights today and I'm really excited for this. This So again, to, you know, keep things moving along, uh, I'm just like, dude, happy holidays. No, oh, you were cutting out Christmas trees. Cool, cool, cool. I still need you to put the saw away. Right. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, right, right. And at this point I'm looking out the window and I see KP having a cigarette with the guy that just pulled out the saw and I'm like, yeah, of course. KP's a goddamn genius every time. Yes. Oh, and uh, before we forget, it was a hacksaw. It was um, a hacksaw, yes. So, uh, 100 points to Jim. Yeah. Uh, so, he puts it away, and I'm like, all right, speaking of, you know, like, Christmas, like, you, you get all your shopping done? And he's like, oh, shit. Where's Target at? <laughs> I'm like, it's literally <laughs> three blocks that way. And he's like, all right, man, thanks. So, yeah, you know, KP saves Christmas. Can you imagine... Like, if you look at this from, like, a uh, bird's eye, like, the emotional swing of, like, Mm. I'm going to attack someone with a saw (laughs) to all the way to be like, man, I see that this Glade plugins are on sale. Let's get those for Christmas. You know, like. And he definitely sounds like the type of dad that's going to get you Glade plugins for Christmas. Plug it in, plug it in. Exactly. You know what I mean? Or an electric saw. Or an electric. Yeah, because there's a young child that needs to learn the craft. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Now, at this... Okay, so I you have to play the game with this situation, right? I'm trying to guess the ethnicity of this person, right? My instinct says white. However, there's, my, there's a kernel that says maybe not. What was this guy? Uh, so, definitely not a person of color. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe I, an off-white... Was he an off-white? Pro- pro- pretty like off-white. Eastern European. Yeah. Like, I would have said you, Eastern was, European, actually. Exactly. You, yeah. guys, you guys are both pretty right. Mm-hmm. He was, he yeah. was Polish. Okay. Wait, do you know that for a fact? Yeah. We, I mean, we were talking. We had a whole cigarette. Oh, man. I didn't realize that. No, I would have guessed. Yeah. Right on. I remember right. being kind of tall. I, um, <laughs> I mean, he just it. seemed taller because he was wielding a wielding, deadly weapon. Yeah. yeah you yeah, grow yeah, like yeah, four inches when you take a saw When a guy pulls out a saw, you think Paul Bunyan. Dude. I was honestly just about to say, like, when I've replayed the story in my head, it's, it is Paul Bunyan. Yeah, he's, he's a brawny yeah. guy. He's, mm-hmm. see, and this is, yeah. Except in reality, he was like Danny DeVito. Yeah. 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 And was, just pulled out a saw. Pulled out a saw. Pulled out a saw. Uh, but yeah, you know, story ended with him doing some uh, Christmas shopping. I hope. Uh, who knows? He Maybe he pulled out a fucking saw in Target. <laughs> this is before the Citizen app, so I, I couldn't keep tabs on my man. <laughs> Which, if he went to the Target in Barclays and pulled out a saw, that is his last move. I, you know, if there's some chance that guy with the saw is listening to this podcast right now, <laughs> please reach out. <laughs> e- I would email love us. To, let us know, yeah. You know, maybe you can give your side of the story. Yeah, email us at open Jim's not going to let you in his goddamn house. There's no way. But, not at all. You know, well, Zoom is I mean, a thing they, now. They have phones in prison. <laughs> yeah. I will if if he's listening and he wants to come on. I would zoom in, but I would obscure the background so he has no idea where. Sure, I am. yeah, that's smart. <laughs> like, there's no. I won't allow that to happen. But I would if he wants to tell his side. So I'm many dudes that have pulled saws in bars right now are going to be contacting you, and I, I feel bad about that. Do <laughs> you think there's a saw community out there that's ready to? There is to the damn. We shouldn't have gave away what kind of saw it was. The the. What are you going to go with? The hacksaw. Oh, that. Yeah. We gave, gave, gave away the detail for yeah. anybody who's uh, faking the funk. Now, what what I think is interesting also about this story is like, and if he's ever retold it, is like, honestly, what is his side of the story, yeah. right? Because it's just like, if you're pulling a saw out, I, <laughs> there's no level of spin that's just like, well, you're on the right side of history. Up, man, this like, guy wouldn't give me an IPA, so I held him down and <laughs> sawed his <laughs> foot off. Like, there's no. <laughs> Oh, so that's what you're in for. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Uh, not guilty. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's how that's that true. works? Holy shit. That's a fucking goodie, man. That yeah, is man. a goodie. Uh, what, what else we got? Should we... Uh, yeah, man, I don't can know. Can we uh, change gears a little bit location-wise? Um, 
So I don't even know if you know this story, but uh, it was my first day managing. So again, like I was saying, you know, they um, I started as a bartender, became a manager, or they they created the the owners created a management position. One of them had a wedding, and they all wanted to go, and they're like, "Hey, KP, you want to manage?" And I was like, "Sure." I don't think I've ever heard this story from you, but I have seen the footage. So. All right, yeah, so this is good stuff. Strap in. This is my <laughs> first <laughs> first day managing. There was a young man who we hired as a barback. I had trained him, and it was like his first full live shift, like ready to go. And uh, I ended up closing with him that night, and he just had to stay behind and clean and lock up, which is not that difficult to do. So I go home, wake up the next morning. Well, morning for me, it's like 1 p.m., and the opening bartender calls me, and she's like, ah, I've been calling everyone. No one's answered. Uh, there's been a murder at the bar. And I'm like, what? What do you know? <laughs> what? Like, Agatha Christie, chill out. What are you like? <laughs> and she's like. Angela Lansbury. Um, there Ooh, it is. There, there it was, is. Mm, gotcha. I got gotcha, um, you. Guys. Do we have sound effects? Can we get a typewriter sound? Uh, <laughs> I can throw that over this one. So <laughs> I'm like, look, tell me, tell me what's going on. She's like, I showed up to work. The gate was up, the door was open, and there was a knife with blood on it on the floor. I'm not going any further in there. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, did you call the cops? She's like, no. I was like, you should call them, and, like, I'm on the way. Obviously, I get there before the cops do because this is Brooklyn. Uh, so I roll up, and she's, like, still in hysterics. I'm like, hey, just hang tight. I'm going to go inside and check it out. Walk in. Lo and behold, there is a knife on the ground covered in blood. So I'm like, all right, I got to inspect further, I guess. So I'm looking around the bar. And, you know, there's no murder. Spoiler alert. Okay. Um, and so I go downstairs. And at this point, the cops have arrived. So, like, I see them on camera. So I, I go back upstairs. And as I'm going up, I open a door. And they're just, like, freeze. And I'm like, no, I'm the manager. <laughs> but it's two cops, me emerging from a basement, and a bloody knife on the floor between uh, yeah. between us. So, so. And also overlay of racism. Yes, uh, there is. It was implied. Yep, that is as yeah. it's in once the again. I'm, I'm very black. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, no, no, I'm the manager, and they're like, prove it, and I'm like, what? I called you, and so the bartender comes in. She's like, no, 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 he's the manager, and they're like, okay, thanks, white, white verification. Yep. Uh, God, so God. we step outside. I'm like, yeah, there's no one here. I'm gonna look at the footage. And uh, a young lady comes across the street. She's like, ooh, 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 mister. And, like, I don't I want to call her a crackhead, but she uh, – Romances the stone? She dabbles? She dabbles, yes. Romances the stone, dabbles, uh, all the above. Okay. Uh, okay. And so she's like, give me a dollar. I'm like, what are you – am I retaining counsel right now? Why am I <laughs> – she's like, give me a dollar and I'll tell you what happened. I'm like, all right, it sounds like a fair deal. She's like, so last night I saw the guy come out, and I knew he was coming from here because he had the thing hanging from his pocket, uh, and then he was banging on the payphone, and then he went to get on the bike, but he fell, and then he put the bike back, and he left. And I was like, all right, so to recap, you saw a guy with, like, was this a bandana hanging? Or she's like, no, the white thing. I was like, so a rag, cool. He banged on the payphone, got on a bike. It didn't work out put the bike away and left I'm like that's that's not a dollar's worth of information it well i would say this two i guess you could look at this from two directions one if the dollar is the most information that i need that like to solve what's going on this is like two cents worth right it's literally it's my literally, two literally cents. Her, yeah, exactly right, right, these are her yeah. two cents which would have been great if i had on penny loafers correct which you didn't so this isn't going to serve the case now, if you look at it from a grander scale, mm. this is literally worth a dollar. <laughs> if you think, <laughs> if you think yeah. of all the money in the world, this is actually this is just worth worth of one dollar of uh, information. So, like, technically, okay, fair, she did. Fair, fair. Dude got mad at a payphone and had a rag. Yes, it doesn't help me at and all. Like got on a bike and then fell, and I'm like, yeah. "Are you watching Friday? Like, what is? You yeah, know what? but cool. Like a hundred dollars worth of information would have solved the case, right? It depends on yeah, where yeah, you are, yeah. but like that would be like, oh shit, no, you I... got what you paid for. I yeah, think that's and, what and, and, yeah. yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Robocop. <laughs> nice. uh, so, so I, you know, go in, go back inside. I'm like, I'm just going to review the uh, surveillance. So go downstairs. 
you know, I'm texting the the owners because I'm still just a manager at this point, keeping them abreast of what's, what's happening. I'm looking at the footage, and I'm like, all right, it's around 5 a.m. I see myself leaving and see homeboy, the barback, get on his phone, and he's, like, texting. And then he uh, takes a phone call, and after about 15 minutes of him just, like, flailing his arms around, you can tell he's upset, he throws his phone across the room. Then he grabs, like, one of the, the glasses or, like, the storage things that we keep the knives and bar spoons and things like that in, throws that across the room, it shatters, and he's like, oh, shit, that's not mine, and it's my job <laughs> to clean, so, like, I should probably go clean that up. Right. And when he does that, he picks up the knife, cuts his hand accidentally, uh, but that's where the bloody knife came from. Mm. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Now he's just, like, in hysterics and decides it would be a really good idea to just start taking well gin to the face. Just grabs sure a bottle Which, and is of all the gins and of all the wells to of drink. Of all the like, gin joints, there's just really not anything worse than a bar. Nothing no. well gin. It, it tastes like your grandmother's perfume smells pretty much. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Pungent, and horrible. It's, yeah. And so, homie is just like I'm watching him, just like chugging it. Do you remember the other bottle that he chugged? Uh, I do. You want me to throw it in? <laughs> well, that, no, I don't think that was the one he chugged. We're, we're getting there. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Because yeah. the, the, the blood wasn't the only bodily fluid Correct. in this story. Yes. So he's chugging that. Um, and then, no, you're right. He, does, he grabs a vermouth. That's right. Yeah. He grabs a vermouth. So he's like making a mouth martini at this <laughs> Which, point. Which, like, no one, you don't, you don't warm? just drink warm. There's warm no ice in your mouth. Like, he's yeah. just. It was wild. And he's and also for the listeners out there, vermouth belongs in the fridge. Yeah. Uh, oh, 100%. So, and I remember looking at the well gin on the video and being like, that's the last thing I would drink in this. Nope. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's the sweet vermouth. Yep. It's, that's yeah. the last thing I would drink. Like he, he it, it was dry. It was a dry vermouth. And okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> so he's drinking a vermouth. And I'm just like, what, what is this guy's deal? And now he's just stumbling around. Because he had like half a bottle, maybe three quarters of a bottle of gin, half a bottle of vermouth. Oh, he's smacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Su- super smacked. And he disappears out of the frame. Comes back, walks to the end of the bar where the vermouth was, and the secondary well, we don't always have the speed pours in. So he had already uncapped it to, like, drink it, looks at the bottle, and now that I'm actually recounting this tale, I'm pretty sure he saw, like, it was kind of empty and was like, what do I do? Right. Homie proceeds to pee (gasps) in the bottle of vermouth. That's how I knew it was dry. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You're right, yeah. He's in it. Oh, my God. Looks at the cap, tosses the cap, and just sits the bottle back yeah. into the well. Yeah. Get the actual fuck out of here. And that's when <laughs> yeah. he leaves. He goes out, bangs on a payphone, goes to get on a bike that was not his. Yeah. You just popped a bike. One, one of the owners used to leave their bike there because he lived not far away. So he'd leave his bike at work if he had to go, like, run an errand or some, some shit. Uh Homie apparently either didn't know how to ride a bike in general or was just so fucked up that he couldn't ride a bike with, you know, an empty bladder and a bleeding hand. Uh, Fell off the bike. (laughs) Brought the bike back in, put the kickstand down, like put it back. Like of all the other chaos in the bar. (laughs) He's like, he's like, I got to make sure this fixie goes back to its proper place. This, This reminds me of like in my hay when I would come home fucking hammered right my apartment would be destroyed but my contacts would be expertly put back <laughs> that's like i would take them similar. out of, meticulously put them in and then be like roar <laughs> and destroy now I can my rage. yeah now i can just absolutely and blame like, it on poor eyesight right exactly yes so this, this destroyed apartment was brought to you by astigmatism uh, <laughs> what baffles me about this story man is like KP and i both know there's a 600 hundred dollar bottle of whiskey about five feet from the well gin yes you're going to get in trouble for drinking anything. So go out, right? Go out. Because, yeah, like, exactly. it's – I mean, obviously, I've never been on the, I guess, HR side of this to yeah. be like, all right, so let's talk about the video, right? But, like, I feel like if – I don't know. He, like, slammed some whiskey or whatever. He like, like, shit whiskey. He'd be like, dude, you can't fucking do this, right? Yeah, but to then, but then to grab like a six hundred dollars, just like all right, you just cost us six hundred dollars. Like get the fuck you out just there. quit. Yeah, you just you quit. quit. Like that yeah. was you, you quit. were like, yo, I'm gonna take my severance package in liquid form and 
Thank you guys for letting me spend exactly one day in your establishment. <laughs> a day. So it gets gets better because we're we're not done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm so ready for this. So after you know, speaking of HR, he has his like hand release and the because that's the only HR in the bar. Uh, hand release into the remove bottle. Mm-hmm. He puts the bike back, just goes home. Right. So now I'm spending like hours sorting everything out. I settled everything with the police. We like cleaned up whatever. Homie shows up to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walks in, is like, "Hey, man," and I'm like, "Hey, it's fucking horses, bro." Like, like, really? Like the unmitigated gall to just like I respect it, man. I, I just in hindsight, yeah. yeah. But in the moment, it's in the like, moment, yeah, dude, I almost got shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like, fuck that, and the vermouth, man. Like just everything. It was. It wasn't like oh, you left the door unlocked, which sucks. It was like you created this atmosphere of fuckery, yeah, for everyone but you. Yeah, yeah. Like you didn't even like you know haphazardly ride a bike home and get robbed by the gooch. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you got home safe and back to work safe, and I now, almost got shot. Here's the question: Is was his hand bandaged? It was. So he has like, and now here's he has his own evidence. He yes. has his own evidence. Red-handed. Okay. Yes, in so many ways. Now, not only does he have all that evidence, but I guess what I'm wondering about his sort of like wake up the next day, like time to go to work, is was he so undeniably blacked out that he was just like fuck it, I don't remember it. Or, yes, he was. Okay. Well, what was the secondary? Oh, I guess. Or like, was it a brownout where he was like? I remember up until arguing with Shorty on the phone. Yeah. And then the shutters came down and it was like. Blah, 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 blah. So what I heard, and I might have to revoke my respect that this isn't the actual story. Because I, I wasn't there for any of this. This is all coming third hand actually for me. Was that the guy showed up and was like, hey, I pissed in the vermouth. I cut my hand. I tried to steal that dude's bike. But I don't want you guys to be, you know, left without a bar back. So I'm here. That's what I heard. Is that not what happened? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Yeah, then never mind. Which, no, he did not like. Well, by the way, I will say very quickly, that's hilarious. <laughs> that that is the story that no. I had. Is absolutely what? which like this, this is telephone is, again. If my man is like that, uh, like self, just nah, like, ready just to like, show up and like I am. I'm owning this. I fucked up. I am like the. I'm here to help you out. Like I, I actually thought nope. that was kind of. He's cool, like, but... I am like the Dennis Rodman of our. Like, yeah, I'm a problematic mess, but I'm really fucking good at my job. So you need me, and I get it. Yeah, yeah. And but... I've showed you that from the one day of work. <laughs> I can't get through grand opening, grand closing. In the like, exactly. <laughs> like you'll get some solid minutes out of me. And then I got to pee. Most barbacks, it takes like two to three years before they're pissing in the vermouth. This guy, first oh, yeah. day, out the rip. at it. Could you imagine so, on that interview, just like, so, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm like, well, I need to tell you up front, I have to piss in the vermouth <laughs> um, every shift. So I meant for a good barback, I'd take it. <laughs> yeah, that would just be the bottle yeah. of vermouth. We only serve the people who don't tip. Um, ah, got it. So, All right, so this is, exa- yeah. this is what ha- So, ver fucking Batum. Dude comes in and I'm I'm just looking at him with the look of like you're you're not serious. Yeah. What, he goes, what hey, are we doing? Hey, what's here? up, man? He's like, um, have you seen my phone? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear this at all, man. <laughs> Mike. Like, no. I haven't. I haven't. No idea. I, I, I now granted his broken phone is still in the bar, but I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And I almost was, died. Right. And he's like, okay. And just, like, goes to start working. So now I have to call the owners. I'm like, yo, homie just showed up. And they're like, uh, all right, well, we're not going to make you fire him. Like, one of us will come over and do it. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm doing it. I'm firing the fuck out of this guy. (laughs) I'll fire him twice. And we had all watched the video, like, 20 times by now, too. It's it's, it's been hours. It's actually, like, pretty entertaining. If somebody still has to check it out. Yeah, it's, it's, like... If you were to put like Benny Hill music to yes. it, this oh, well, I didn't yeah, well, yeah, totally, man. good, yeah, you, good yes, score. 100%. That's a good score of this. You film. speed up the frame rate by like times three, and it's just mm-hmm. homie frantically texting, throwing his cell phone. Exactly, cuts hand, pees in vermouth, falls off bike, bangs phone, right, bangs the payphone. 
Crackhead checks in, <laughs> and then they, like the little uh, the little Muppets on fucking uh, Mister Rogers. Oh my god, that's fucking so, funny. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, you're you're fucking fired. And he goes, okay, I'm I'm really sorry this didn't work out. Oh, I heard a totally different, and it would make sense that the person who told me this story was uh, made himself the hero. I'm sure you know who I speak of. Oh well, yeah. you know what? Look, man, uh, there's a little bit of hero in all of us. Indeed. Uh, some are more boar's head and some are more like me and you. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that, that was the tale of the, uh, wayward bar back pissing in vermouth. For those of you that missed that, KP just went sandwich with that joke. He did. Yeah. There was, there was a sandwich, jo- sandwich joke there. Uh, so yeah. yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm, about that one. I'm very curious as to where that person is now. I'm. If I had to speculate, he's cellmates with a dude that wields saws and yeah. bars. <laughs> like, that is the trajectory. Oh, and also, do you want to guess what uh, race or ethnicity this gentleman was? I would. He's as white as being kicked out of a Walmart. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Roll back That's... the savings. Yep. Indeed. Thank you. you got Thank it. You. Another 100 points for Jim. Uh, 200. <laughs> a 200 right now. Uh, oh. I know my whites. This dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know my whites. I know them well. Open bar talk sponsored by Clorox. Uh, (laughs) With a hint of mayonnaise. Uh, (laughs) Yes, I I know them well. I know that is all of just the unbridled, the unbridled uh, reckless behavior, right? Of like just a fight on the phone, right? A fight on the phone. Throw the phone and then it's like, well, you know what I should do? Pound gin. Like well gin. Well gin. Yeah, so white, so fucking incredibly white, uh, in that in that telling. God damn! I mean, look, I'm so happy both of y'all are here because this is. I mean, I love it. This is fucking hilarious. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for, yeah. for creating a platform in which yeah. bartenders can actually talk shit without losing tips. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. And I've said it before, man, but, like, y'all's stories are so fucking in, it, it just it, amazing. I, and I'd be curious to hear how KP feels about this, man, but they don't feel all that amazing to us a lot of the time. Like, this is just like. When, when you're in it, it's different. Yeah. When you're in it, it's, um, you know, like, you would have to have an out-of-body experience to really step back and look. Sure. But I will say when you go to another bar and see some shit unfold. You're like, oh, that's oh, what that, that couldn't be that. me. Yeah. Like, yeah. This would never. Like, I wouldn't let anybody talk to me like that. No, t- did that guy pull out a saw? No, this establishment's the pits. Like, <laughs> how, how could they operate this place in such a manner? Right? I'm going to yelp about this. Like, that's, it's, it's completely different when you're outside of it. But when you're, like, straight up living through it, you're just kind of like, yeah. So then I made a six mojitos. And then yes. we moved. Yeah. Kept it pushing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, last little story yeah, before we move go. to the yeah. next segment. Um, lady falls off a roof. We could go. Lady falls off a roof for sure. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's get yeah. it. Uh, yeah, I feel like see. I should. I should let you tell this one. This is definitely more uh, Ralph Hero story. <laughs> I, I I literally did nothing. I mean, I saw it happen. Oh, well, you know what? I did call nine one one, but other people had called it already. Uh, so you just yeah. very, you just doubled up. There's, there's yeah. very little sure. heroism in the stories that involve KP and myself uh, on my end, <laughs> I should say. KP is always a hero. I, I disagree. I KP disagree. shows up a hero Look, all we'll, the time. We'll let, we'll let the people be the judge. Yeah, let's, sure. let's let the streets decide. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, lady falls off a roof. It was uh, I want to say it was Fourth of July, and I can actually check with her because I think her birthday is on Fourth of July. Uh, so well, this is sense. this it should tell us that she's still alive, which is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> so, yeah, man, just a normal Fourth of July. We were busier than usual, I would say. So, a yeah. uh, bunch of people in the backyard. I'm bartending. All good. Now, I should say that Fourth Avenue Pub is on the first floor of a four-story building, and from the backyard, you can access the fire escape up to the roof. I wouldn't recommend it, but Not you can. All. You know. So uh, if you want, to. That's, that's literally the opposite of what a fire escape is made for. Yeah, if you're climbing the fire escape to get on the roof, you're going you're going yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard line that you have to go to the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. You want to do that? Yeah. So I'm bartending. I happen to turn around and look out the window 
at the exact time that this woman is falling past the window, <laughs> which is a terrifying thing to see. Like I, which is only slow the, motion. Like what the hell is like that was definitely a body. Which um, is in a that's only the movies, right? Like the, yeah, in, that doesn't happen in real life. The timing was weird. You know, the fact that I turned around it was, just, and uh, so I run to the door, tell my man I had half a Guinness port. I remember that, and I was like. You're going to have to wait. I think a lady just fell off the roof. He was pissed. And like, yeah, yeah. as, as it goes, like, I'm sure he was. Jumped on Yelp immediately. <laughs> so I walk out and I look down and sure enough, here's this woman who I know fairly well laying on the ground. She's just fallen off the roof. And this actually kind of speaks to her personality a little bit. Just kept saying, I'm so embarrassed. Just kept repeating that over and over. And I'm like, holy shit. So, Which is a long way to say hurt. Like, embar- like I feel like she mispronounced the word hurt in the sense. Yeah. You know, but, I, I think the, uh, the shame of the situation hit her harder than the, uh, the ground <laughs> after <laughs> falling four stories, which is understandable. But uh, the other thing that, that really struck me about this is I walked out there, and there's a bunch of people, you know, smoking cigarettes, whatever, chilling in the backyard. And I'd say easily 75% kind of looked at her, shrugged it off, and was like, oh, look at that. And went back to drinking and smoking their cigarettes. Like, it didn't register for them that this is, like, a crazy thing to happen. Like, that's how cynical we've become in Brooklyn. Lady falls four stories, and it's like, eh, whatever. Well, I mean, all right. Let me get to, back to my to, to be fair. Sure. Yeah, let's hear it. She was with – so she was a patron in the bar, in the backyard. It wasn't just like, you know, Indeed. she's like, oh, yeah. shit, it's 4th of July, time to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And just, like, scale the fence and then try to climb a fire escape. She was already hanging out at the bar. Yeah. Her friends dared her to climb. We the later fire found out it was a dare. Yeah. Mm. She gets to the top. Like she doesn't make it. Like you guys remember uh, Guts, the Nick, Nickelodeon show. Yeah. With the aggro crag. Like she was trying to climb up, stand up, like slap the button or whatever. She makes it to the top and then grabs like the edge of the roof to pull herself up. Loses her grip. She beefed it. Yeah. And yeah, and just descends into gentrified Park Slope, Brooklyn, <laughs> which. It's obvious that uh, the terrorists are jealous of that freedom. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing right now. To go with our theme, too, I'll say everyone that looked at her shrugged it off and just went back to what they were doing. All whites. Just, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, not well, sure that's, that's what you're picturing. But, yeah. I've, oh, absolutely. Because, again, if I've learned anything from these stories is that when people are willfully putting their life in danger – that's a very white activity. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it's an incredibly white thing to do is... I went skydiving once, never felt whiter. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... As a very black person, I will tell you, the, the last thing on my mind when I'm on a perfectly good airplane is, this would be a good time to jump. Sure. Yeah. Whole like, different story, in, but I... Yeah. In the movies, when they do, like, the emergency landing with the slide... Yeah. I'd do that shit. Slide in a heartbeat. I do that all day. Right. But like, hey, man, do you want to jump out? Because the only thing I'm thinking is like they gave me a a backpack full of silverware. Mm. I'm going to pull a string and it's just fucking cutlery everywhere. See, my thing is, is like, well, you know, I got to get to L.A. Like, we're not even there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I paid good money for this flight. Listen, I paid. Yeah, I paid 300 and some change. What? So you're going to give me money back if I jump out this motherfucker? Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm over Nebraska right now, so like, give me 150 if I'm going to jump out. Fuck you. Fair, fair. No, knowing Jim search the way I do, I'm not the only one thinking of a million point break, break references right now. Oh yes, that. there's yeah. there's a lot there. We won't get into that. No, that's a different podcast. Uh, yeah. So uh, solely dedicated to. Okay, so, so that was so yeah. So she oh. fell. Oh yeah. Four yeah. stories. Four stories. What's the aftermath? Everyone's thinking how that. How do you live through that? Right. So uh, our partner Jacob had purchased, uh, he has a habit of purchasing things on sale that we don't need. He had purchased an awning for $450 that was just propped up against the wall in our backyard. And for months, we were all giving him a hard time about it. Why do we have this awning, yada, yada? And uh, it turns out she she bounced off this awning, and that's what <laughs> saved her life. So, I mean, Literally, Jacob is like, like... broke her fall. Yeah, I, I would say then... about fell two stories... The awning was like vertical against the wall. It wasn't like spread out. And she bounced off the top and then hit the ground. She only broke a toe. Yep. Awning broke her fall. She only broke her toe. Yeah. Which is against by the grace of God, 
right? That the, she has lived to see another day. And she's alive. She's right? alive. She's doing well. She's, she's alive. And yeah, she, she has, she has and a baby is, now. Is the kid's name like Awning Jacob Smith or something? Because you have to name I, your child I, after that. Rufy. <laughs> Rufy. Ru- awning yeah, awning Rufy Jones. You know what I mean? Jesus Christ. I mean, she, she didn't. We saw her about two weeks later. She didn't look great. No, 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 like no. I mean, she, she was. She looked like she fell she off the roof. Hot. She looked like she fell off the roof, but yeah. there was no permanent damage. Some things had jostled, I guess. Not know. the ovaries. Nope. Yeah. Ah. But nothing broken. Which only her spirit. And as they carried her out on the stretcher, and I got to say, like, the EMTs got there super quick. Uh, she just kept saying, I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm so embarrassed. Like, I... Yo. Something to be said for that, you know. Uh, she fell four stories, and she's still just sorry to put you guys out. She's a very nice person, is what I'm saying. I, well, look, I mean, I can't. I feel like I could judge some measure of character around yeah. someone who's like, you know, what I should do climb on a roof. Uh, but like, I've never sat down with that person, so yeah, fair. I, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, I, and I take you have a good judge of character, so I trust you. We, we all have that. friends that are kind of daredevils. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I I respect your I respect your uh, uh, call on that one. Well, listen, uh, gentlemen, uh, this has been a fucking ride, and I'm very I want to thank you all for coming here. Oh, oh man, dude, thank you for having us. Almost, we got so many more stories, man. Well, yeah. you know, well, I, we just I think we service. might have. Yeah, well, we'll be back. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd yeah. love to have you back again. Also, we don't want to hijack your show. I, I feel like the, the show goes in segments. Like no, no, no. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I, I, was, I say this to say that, you know, we're almost at the top of the hour. Which, okay. You know, I, I want to make sure that uh, we leave some time for our final segment. And also, not that you'll ever run out of stories, but this is a great uh, way to say, like, come, we want you to come back, obviously, because uh, you guys are yeah, yeah, great storytellers. You build off each other well. You know, again, I'm waiting for the biopic to uh, happen uh, because it's going to be great. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Michael B. Jordan and, you know, uh, uh, picks, uh, Channing Tatum will play you guys. Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Big, big money Ralph. <laughs> Someone told me a couple of days ago, and I had to Google it, but they said, uh, kind of look like an older Freddie Prince Jr. I could see that. thing is, like, that guy's got to be older than me, right? Anyway, that's, 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 where, <laughs> that's where the brain brain busts, right? Well, listen, um, I want to say, again, thank you all for sharing your stories. Uh, these are fucking amazing gems. And y'all, please uh, tell a friend about this podcast because these amazing, amazing tales we've heard here tonight um, or today whenever you're listening. Uh, but we're going to get into our next segment, mm. which is what were you drinking? Now... Uh, if you're new to this podcast, I'll walk you through uh, what's going to happen next is I have a very messy Facebook timeline, okay? And there are people who post things that I have to assume that they were drinking when they posted it because no sober person volunteers this information. You have to be drunk to make these uh, statements. So that being said, uh, Ralph, KP, you clearly have demonstrated that you have seen people drunk uh, over the years on a variety yes, of substances. Indeed. So I, uh, we as the listeners and me as a host are going to rely on your expertise uh, to help us diagnose what these people were drinking when they posted what they posted. Okay, so I feel like I want to ask you all uh, individually because it would be great to see where both of you come in on this. And if you come I in the same game. Oh, wow. yeah. Okay, you know, um, I'm, I'm very curious to see, wh- see where we're going to go. So, um, you know, we'll start with you, Ralph. It's going to be the same post. Okay. Okay. So. Ralph will go with you first, and the post is as follows. I'm home from jail, just in case anybody was wondering where I was. What do you think that person was drinking when when they wrote that? I'm home from jail, just in case anyone was wondering. You know, the... uh, the passive aggressive kind of like just mm. in case anyone was wondering, you know. Sure, sure, right, right, right. Oh, man, I, it's, it sounds very white to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to stereotype, but I just did. No, and, but yeah. it, they're they're rooted yeah. in truth, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna say this person didn't drink enough to land them in jail. <laughs> 
like you, you can't blame it on the alcohol, you know. Like he's probably going home and saying like, oh, you know, I had whatever, da da da. Got mm-hmm. shit faced, blacked out, ended up in jail. I don't think so. All right, um, well, I think this man. If you want I me, mean, I'll tell you what he's drinking, and I'll tell you what he did. <laughs> I lo- Let's go. Let's go. This guy had probably like five to six hazy IPAs. Mm. That's what they. You know, that's what they drink. <laughs> and uh, the bartender cut him off. Yeah. And he pulled a fucking saw on the bartender. That's what happened. <laughs> I feel More like this is a, this is a triggering for post for you. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel shit. like what a great. Right, so you're, you're going hazy IPA. You say hazy IPA. I'm saying like hazy IPA, but like with a twist of being cut the fuck off. Definite. Like it was more the getting cut off that landed him in jail. That got okay. him in jail. Yeah, but yeah, we've yeah. we've got the root, and then we've got the call co- or the effect, yeah. the, the causality, and mm-hmm. the white mm-hmm. privilege. Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So. KP, uh, we come to Same you. Post. I'm home from jail, just in case anybody was wondering where I was. Okay. Now, for me to be discerning on this, what time was this posted? Mm. Oh, mm. Fair, fair. Um, I'm seeing a 4.30 p.m. 4.30 p.m. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we don't know what day. It's definitely not the weekend if he's home from jail because they don't release yeah. you on a weekend. So I've been told. Um, you also don't get $200, uh, just straight to jail. Uh, but this is probably a person who lives on like park place, uh, home at four 30, which means by the time they, you got bailed out, they processed you. You had a few hours. Applebee's happy hour starts at four, um, (laughs) which means this dude definitely, I'm not going to go with the hazy IPAs because I, I, this is a lot of liquid courage, right? So here's what happened. He gets out of jail. He has no shoelaces, no belt. Can't really go to his neighborhood pub. They're going to be like, yo, what the fuck? What's going on? So you go to Applebee's. Nobody judges at Applebee's. He's eating good in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Goes to Applebee's for the happy hour. Gets some chicken wonton tacos. Uh, starts off with what they call a Brutus, which is a 22-ounce glass of Coors Light. Then asks for a Jameson. But what happens at Applebee's when you order a Jameson neat, they take a two ounce jigger and just yeah, yeah. fill it twice. So you get four ounces. Little, sure. little life hack for those of you who may be fresh out of jail. Um, but yeah, this, this dude definitely did a Applebee's happy hour. I'm saying Boilermakers, beer and whiskey, and then got home to internet access. Actually, no, it's 430. He did that shit from Applebee's. <laughs> I'm going to agree wholeheartedly with KP. And I think I answered the, correct, the question incorrectly. I was answering, like, what did he drink before he went to jail? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Which, I mean, that could be right. I think we might both be right. You okay. could – there's the, – The hazy IPAs landed him in jail. He gets out. He goes to Applebee's. He has too much Jameson. I imagine he has a frozen drink at some point. He sounds like a frozen drink. The frozen drink maybe. was celebrating after he posted. Yeah. That yeah. was like, yo, got okay. these bitches. So yeah. we got drunk I'll at Applebee's. Take, I'll take a Main Street margarita, yeah. please. Yeah. Got drunk at Applebee's you and hoes. sent out that, like, obnoxious Facebook oh, yeah. post. Yeah, that's like, it. Here's the thing. You got to remember what Applebee's is. It's very empowering because you get fucked up for cheap. Yeah. You're in, like, terrible lighting, but somehow you still feel good. And homie had a cell phone and was like, you know what? Yeah, let's And, Jimmy, you have this guy's name. You could check in with him. And, yeah. And see what, you don't have to anymore. Oh, no, that's exactly I, what happened. I, I mean, I can find out uh, if, I, if, if Shovel hits the shit and we yeah. really need to verify this. Or if he's listening, yo, man, uh, Tell head, us. Head, head us up. Let us know how ac- accurate we are. I'll, I'll buy you whatever you were drinking. The wild thing is, is that there's so many people on my Facebook timeline that posted something like this that there'd be so many different answers. I'm not I, buying all of you degenerates drinks. I yeah. often wonder when I listen to your podcast, like how many? Wow, like, so many. This is legit, huh? So mm-hmm. many. Listen, nice. uh, and, and I and I love and cherish all of them because they provided all of this, all the uh, content. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, I, I brought a little gift for you guys. Yeah. What do you got? Um, so. For those of you who may not know Mr. Jim Search uh, very well, he has a lot of things in his life that he loves. But some of the things he covets and cherishes are, you know, a bunch of Ralph Lauren stuff and the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm -hmm. Uh, So today, you know, I'm KP. This is Big Money Ralph. We all know the homie Jim Search. Uh, I figured I'd let you guys know what your Wu-Tang names are. 
Oh my god. Oh man, this is a birthday present. Let's go. Wow. So, uh, yeah, what, what's Jim, I'm saving you for last because yours is fucking great. Okay. Uh, so I'll just go first. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm KP. Henceforth, I will be known as Foolish Knight. Foolish Knight. That is according to the uh, Wu-Tang Generator. The Wu-Tang Generator. My man, Ralph, you are Erratic Bastard. Yeah, man, that (laughs) That tracks for sure. There's Just so you know, there's a hyphen between E and Radic. Okay. That I I did not put there. Still got Rad in my name, though. Well, hey, man. Which? Wu-Tang is for the kids. Wow. Uh, and uh, drum roll, please. Boom, 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 boom. Mr. Jim Search, happy birthday. From now on, you are known as Gentleman Contender. Gentleman Contender. Oh That's, yes, I'm Get taking that. it. Boom, there it is. Wow. The Gentleman Contender. That can, that now, really... that can now be your burner Facebook account for <laughs> Gentleman your contender. drunken posts. Gentleman Contender at, e- at gmail.com. <laughs> Please email me at Gentleman Contender. And again, man, yo, happy belated birthday to you, sir. Yeah, happy birthday, um, Jim. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and also thank you for uh, bringing the slice of the Wu-Tang uh, world into uh, this podcast because, you know, they are for the children, as is this podcast. This podcast. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> also for the children's edification. <laughs> I think the listeners need to know that Jim is sitting in front of a Wu wall right now. As oh, this yeah. Is going on. I mean, this mm-hmm. is, yeah. Well, you know, well documented, well verified. You yep, know. and so, it's a it's a one of one, so none before, none before it, it none, none to come. come. Nice. There it is, folks. That was a high five. What a what a button! What a button! Uh, listen, guys, again, thank you so much for coming through to uh, hang out here at the Open Bar Talk podcast uh, by way of Jim Jim Studios. Uh, Ralph, uh, where can people find you? If there's anything you want to plug, uh, have at it. Uh, go for oh, it. Man, I don't have much to plug. Fourth Avenue Pub. Come by there. Come by. Come yeah. hang out with Ralph, man. He's a great bartender, great uh, great conversationalist. Ralph will talk to you about anything. That's, I, I'm, it's, that's, that's real life. Uh, KP, uh, you got anything uh, before we get out of here? Uh, yes. Um, as of right now, I'm still building my new bar, the Armory, which is going to be located at 149 4th Avenue, corner of Douglas, not very far from 4th Avenue Pub at all. But in the meantime, if you guys need to find me, come on down to Foolish Night Saw Emporium. We got all of your sewing needs. <laughs> yeah. Please do it. Um, and of course, you want to find me, uh, I'm at Jim Search on all social media, uh, uh openbartalk at gmail.com. Email us, uh, you know, tell us how much you love the show. If you have any, why would you write that? Uh, or uh, what were you drinking? Whatever you want to call them. Uh, email them this way. We'd love to read them. We'd love to get them on the show. Uh, of course, wherever you find your podcast is where you can get at us. Um, and, you know, we want to thank you all for tuning in, man. And, of course, uh, Big Money Ralph, KP, thank you so much uh, for hanging here. Uh, we appreciate you, y'all. Ah, get out of here, man. Uh, man, no, seriously, thank you. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you for having us, man. It's, uh, it's very important. It's very, very important for the culture. Um, yeah, I don't really know anywhere else that would uh, allow us to talk the shit that we talk yeah. and have it be We really celebrated. do appreciate it. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. yo man, listen. I, you know, I've been in, uh, I've been hanging out in bars since I was like seventeen. Ninety nine point nine percent of my friends either have been drinking at bars or work at bars or have something in the hospitality bar world. So I was like, you know what? This only makes sense that I have my friends come in, talk the stories that they have because these are great stories, man, and they, you know, now live forever on the show, right? Exactly, so and uh, you can know, come back and listen to them. Open bar talk. It's cheaper than therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. All right, guys. uh, Make sure you put water between each drink, and we're going to catch you on the next one. Peace.